0: Hey, y'all. Good, <clears throat> good afternoon. Hope you're having a good day. A people get on. Uh, I'm stopped today. I'm not driving. Uh, I am driving, but I'm, I'm parked right now. Uh, but anyway, just wanted to uh, to go live. Well, I had an opportunity and just uh, bless your day. Pray for you. Encourage you. I uh, hope you're you're out there uh, remembering who you are in Christ, your identity in Jesus Christ, which is victorious and overcomer, and uh, and don't listen to the things of this world. We're in it, but we're not of it. Amen. We're in it, but we're not of it. Um, so yesterday there was some news reporting. A lot of people reached out, and I want to make it very clear. First of all, I don't speak on behalf of Sydney Powell in any way, shape, or form. Uh, but I do know there was some news reporting yesterday that that Sydney had given up. And uh, that she was making some claims that, you know, people were just saying, what the heck's going on? You know, some people were asking, did she get bribed? All this different stuff. So uh, I just wanted to update you on that. Uh, with regard to Sydney Powell, it looks like uh, most of that was fake news reporting, as usual. Uh, she did come out with a statement. I posted it on my page that she's still in the fight. And uh, so I would probably disregard the Epic Times or Epoch Times, however you uh, say it. They, uh, they put up probably the most correct story about uh, what Sydney's doing with that um, lawsuit with Dominion. And uh, I think that, uh, you know, we have to look at this in a couple different ways. But, you know, Dominion is trying to sue not just Sydney but uh, Mike Lindell and a few others. Um, for, it's like a defamation suit. And, um, it, you know, it, it, they're, they're trying to get a substantial amount of money. I think they're also suing Mike Pillow. And this is the type of thing that they do to intimidate, to try to silence anybody that's out there that's standing for the truth. Uh, I, I, I did speak with uh, Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn yesterday. It was on a conference call and uh, brought up a few issues. And uh, one of them, of course, was election integrity in H.R. 1. and HR1. Uh, and many people were like, why are you talking to Marsha Blackburn? You know, why are you talking to her? So, you know, just because I talk to somebody doesn't mean I agree with everything. Now, typically, historically, I think Marsha Blackburn has been a pretty strong advocate for a lot of the things that we stand for, including religious liberties and freedom. Uh, unfortunately, I was very disappointed in what she did on the 6th. And I think many of you also uh, shared in those sentiments that you were disappointed. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it that many of those senators just caved on the night, the evening of the 6th. Uh, I think that it was a, a horrible thing, and uh, I had shared in previous broadcasts, and I'll share it again. I was down at Turning Point USA in Florida. Uh, you know, went to Mar a Lago, and then attended um, uh, their their Turning Point event, and it, it was awesome. I mean, it was thousands of kids, and met with a bunch of them. And uh, but but my, Mike Pence was there, Vice President then my you know Vice President Mike Pence, and he get, he promised us we were going to have our day. In Congress, where they were going to present the evidence, and sure enough, that never happened. So, uh, very disappointed in all those senators that caved. And, uh, you know, I, I've asked many times when I've had the opportunity, why did you cave? You know, a lot of them are worried that they would be targeted. Um, some of them, you know, who knows what their reasoning is, but, you know, we, we need to do better. And obviously, I was very upset about that. So, just know that. And, and we've let our, our uh, feelings be known pretty publicly. Um, But we still have to work with these people because they are the people that are, at least for right now, uh, in our government, and uh, believe it or not, people like Marsha Blackburn are actually way more on our side than those on the left that uh, are are basically pushing us into a whole uh, fundamentally changed nation, which that was the uh, vision of Barack Hussein Obama to fundamentally transform America. Do you remember him saying that? And of course, the Biden quote-unquote administration, that's really just an extension of the Obama era policies and really the same people, the same players in a lot of aspects. So uh, anyway, I want to get to uh, some of your questions. Um, yeah, Gina, thank you for what you was getting a phone call there. Um, I, do, I do get it, uh, that the problem that I'm faced with, uh, and I agree with what you guys are saying, and, and Mike Pence too, and we all, listen, we're all on the same page. We're all on the same page, so you're not gonna get any disagreement from me on those things. Uh, I agree. I mean, it, it basically was treason. In fact, I put up treason traitor uh, the day that that all happened. I got a lot of pushback. People were just trying to attack me left and right. You can't call them that, you know? And the, there's some people on my Facebook page that work with these people, that are part of their staff, and they were, you know, getting in contact with me. Why are you calling them treason? Why are you calling them traitor? I had somebody that was literally like Vice President Pence's chief of staff who got in contact with me and said, you're calling Pence a traitor? And I said, well, we're very disappointed in what, what has happened here. I mean, we, we just can't believe what he did, especially when he promised us that uh, we were gonna have our day. I mean, I was right there, I heard him say it. you know. And then, and then sure enough, the six comes and we never have our day. And all the evidence was presented in a, in a PDF file that was sent to every single member of Congress and the Senate. So trust me, I agree with you guys. I'm by no means defending these people. Uh, but because I'm an advocate for religious liberty and freedom and because I, I stand for the things that we do, I still have to talk to them once in a while. But please don't get mad at me. Uh, I will let them know your sentiments. And when you say these things, these are the things that we say. We tell them we're, we're very disappointed. We're very aggrieved. Uh, we can't understand what, you know, why. You know, and and uh, it just you know the other thing that I have a problem with a lot of the Republican side is that it just seems they got no backbone. I mean, they never, they don't stand. I'm mean, look with the Democrats. You got to give them credit in one area. They circle the wagons, uh, you know, until they decide to turn on you. Sometimes they'll do that. But for the most part, they circle the wagons around their people. And when they get in power, they push things through. They ram it through. They don't care. And plus they have the media on their side too. So anyways, thank you, Yolanda. Appreciate you. Uh, good morning, Kimberly. Elaine, hello. Ohio in the house. Tammy, Hello. Michelle, hello, hello. Uh, Nada, good morning. Peggy, hello from New York. We're praying for New York. We love New York. Uh, thank you, Cassandra. That is so kind of you. Thank you. And uh, Michelle, you're right. That was fake news. And that's why we have to have alternative methods of speaking, uh, which we're really excited about these free speech platforms that continue to multiply. More and more of them are out there. Because it really is hard. I have to tell you, when, when there's so many like Parlor and Cloud Hub and uh, you know, all the different ones, Telegram. I've been posting a lot on Telegram. I found that to be one that I like. But the thing is, it's, it's hard to post on everything, Gab and all, you know, some people say, are you on Gab, are you on MeWe? You know, so I'm really hoping that one of these free speech platforms, of course I know that a lot of my friends have a lot of stake in the game in all these, and they're, you know, their owner, Gab is Christian, CloudHub, he's a Christian. But you know, it would be nice to have another one at the level of Facebook where we can all migrate to, because I know some of you are hesitant to migrate off of Facebook. Uh, but we got to get on one of these free speech platforms where all the patriots can come together, Christians, conservatives, and we can speak freely and disseminate information. Sally, thank you so much for holding them up in prayer. And Sheila, Sheila, good good afternoon. And Michelle in Texas, hello. Uh Charmin, hello from Ohio. Awesome. Uh, we have God on our side. You're right, Michelle. Thank you, Pastor Todd. Uh, God bless you. God bless you, Linda. Prayers from Sydney. Wow. Mike Lindell and Lynn Wood. Yes. So see, it's even, I don't know if you're in Sydney, Australia, Peggy, but if you are, that's amazing. Um, Yeah, we're, we're, you know, I'm hearing people from all around the world that are reaching out, uh, people from Israel that are very concerned about the green passport there. And they're watching some of our stuff, listening to the podcast, the broadcast, and very concerned about what's happening in America. America is meant to be a beacon of hope and light to the rest of the world. People don't understand that. But, you know, if you traveled a lot abroad, you know, a lot of people now, obviously they're not all about America, but they do watch America. And we need to have a clear, um, you know, fraud-free, strong election system here that people don't feel disenfranchised or they don't feel like their vote doesn't count. Uh, And clearly a lot of people feel that way, including myself right now. So the rest of the world is watching. They're all watching what just happened. And they're all trying to figure out, you know, one of the questions I get is, why aren't American Christians more outraged? They say, you know, we're shocked. The church seems to be just kind of going along with this whole thing. And I agree with you. You know, I agree with you. Uh, so thank you from Sydney, Peggy. That means a lot. Uh, and then let's see, uh, Steve, you said that was the plan all along by Pence. Well, yeah, kind of agree with you on that, buddy. Um, Nancy, good morning. Yeah, a lot of people are saying they're traitors, agree. Sharman, I've always liked her before that. Yeah, see, that that's the thing, Sharman is is. You know, I mean, historically, she was an advocate for religious liberty and freedom. She's one of the one of the good guys. We were all kind of uh, upset about what just happened. Sorry, I think I went down there for a second. Uh, Shannon, you said the other night on your page, you were very excited about something. Can you share information with us? Um, probably what that was was about. So Mike Lindell. Uh, well, I'm, I'm excited all the time, just so you know, because even in the middle of all this, I just want you guys to know every day I spend time with the Lord and he renews my strength. And he he reminds me what this is all about. And we're ultimately playing, praying that this leads to a massive revival in our country. I think that's what's going to happen out of this. Uh, I believe that the Lord is at work, even though sometimes we don't see it all. Um, so, you know, I'm excited about a lot of things. I'm excited about souls. I'm excited about people waking up. Uh, I'm excited about, uh, you know, maybe getting some of this stuff that's been done in darkness for a long time, that that it's going to finally start coming out. And, uh, and be exposed. And so I think there's a lot of good things that are on the horizon, despite a lot of the neg- negative news that we're seeing out there. I think there's a lot of positive things that are also, uh, God is working and moving in the middle of all this. So we can't let discouragement to, to take root in our heart and, you know, don't grow weary in doing good. And just remember God is on our side. God always wins. Amen. But I think the other night, What we were talking about, um, you know, when you were saying I was excited was so Mike Lindell was talking about this platform. uh, It's called Frank Speech. And basically uh, it's going to be an alternative to Facebook. It's really more like Twitter and YouTube, but it'll be a a free speech uh, alternative. And and the thing about it is, is that he's saying that he's got all this new information about voter fraud. And uh, that more than even when he did his documentary, that that you know new information has come out since then. And I, I happen to think Mike Lindell is a trustworthy guy. You know, I happen to you know believe him when he says stuff. You know, I don't think he just says it to say it. I know the mainstream media labels him conspiracy and all that, but they do that with a lot of us. So you know, why do we listen to them, right? In fact, I think he's a big threat. So that's what they're saying is is that he's got way more information. And I did speak with another person that's in that same sphere uh you know working on the election integrity and working on uh, the voter fraud and all the stuff just happened and they're saying that they are able to tie the forensics uh to the machines and so there's some new forensic information that came out so that's exciting too and uh, so then the next question is okay that they disseminate this information and it's out there then what you know and and that really is the question then what you know is a court going to hear it you know and so what 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 the what the strategy is i think is really to win in the court of public opinion. So that's so many Americans, cause even right now we feel like a lot of people are awake and there are more people probably than ever before, but there's still a lot of people that are asleep. There's still a lot of people that are willing to just accept what just happened. There's still a lot of people that would probably just, you know, think maybe not really much happened. And so we need to wake those people up. Some of them are people in our own life. Some of them are spouses. Some of them are our friends, our family, our children, our, you know, coworkers, people at our church, our pastor. And so we're praying that more and more people can see the evidence, and I think that bringing out another documentary—the last one was seen now—they're saying about upward of a hundred million people around the world have seen that, probably more. Uh, so you know, if more and more people keep seeing this type of information. Uh, It's just helpful because it awakes people. And then the the court of public opinion becomes so strong and powerful that it forces the hand of the courts and it forces the hand of the Justice Department and other things that probably wouldn't react otherwise. But because the people are so overwhelmingly awake and in in for this and, and, you know, maybe going to town halls and pressuring the Congress people, pressuring the senators, pressuring everybody, it just becomes so overwhelming that it, it starts forcing their hand that, that, that's one way. Another way is, is that there's somebody in the military or whatnot that, you know, just says like, Hey, enough is enough. You know, here's all the evidence, something happened and, uh, and they, they, they take action as well. So there's, there's multiple things that could happen, but it's uncharted territory and we don't really know how it would play out. But, but the good news is what we've been praying is, is what's been done in darkness will be brought to light. So we've been praying that, and and this is really what I think in the natural a manifestation of those prayers because as we're praying that hey look new information's come out as we're praying all of a sudden you know we're we're literally seeing in the natural what we've been praying in the spirit right so awesome uh, Michelle you said but you can still communicate with the trader because there's work to be done I mean that that's the the challenge you know it's uh, technically she's on the conservative side of the aisle so. You know, I mean, if we don't talk to them, then we don't have a voice, and then there's just a vacuum. And then, you know, I will tell you, there's other people on the other side that are contacting, you know, even the Republican senators, and they're pressuring them with the all the agendas, the Equality Act, and you know, uh, reparations, all these different things that are on the on the ducat right now. Uh, you know, naturalization of all these uh, illegal, you know, uh, people that are coming over the border. They want to just make them all citizens. So. Uh, you know, there's a lot of pressure on them. So, you know, we have to still have a conversation and, and pressure them from our side. Otherwise they're going to think we don't care. Does that make sense? Um, Michelle, you said you were blocked on Jay Seculo's site. Oh my goodness. That's not good. Thank you, Sally. Appreciate that. Gina, never mad at you. Oh, thank you, Gina. That means a lot. Really trust me. It does. Cause a lot of people are mad at me all the time. Uh, thank you, Michelle, for the prayers. Uh, Pastor, tell them all to push the voter integrity, voter ID. Yes, Alfred, we are feverishly, feverishly working for that. In fact, um, you know, HR1 is, is, is a nightmare bill. It would really legalize all of the issues that uh, you know, we just saw in the, in the 2020 election, it would, it would legitimize that. So uh, one of the big challenges right now is they're trying to overturn the filibuster in the Senate. And if they do that, that's catac- you know, cataclysmic, catastrophic for us. Uh, so we're hoping that there's two, two Democrats, I think Joe Manchin, and I'm not sure who the other one is, I have to look into that, but that are, that are holding the line on the filibuster. So as long as those two Democrats continue to hold the line, they don't have the votes to get rid of the filibuster, but it, it's such a thin, slim majority, you know, it's 50-50 with Harris as the tie, bro- you know, tie blocker. Now, the crazy thing about that is, is that if you go to Warnock and those people that just won down in, um, uh, Georgia, you know, uh, against, um, you know, in that, in that runoff Senate race. Remember that? That would have never have turned out that way if they would have fixed the machines. And that's what Lynn Wood was talking about. And so it's the same thing that happened in the 2020 election with that Senate runoff that happened down there. And uh, unfortunately, that was another caving on the Republican side and, and from Kemp and Rasenberger and uh, really, really criminal what happened down there. Really, really sad. Unfortunately, that happened though. So, you know, we're going to have to keep fighting for that. And uh, that's what a lot of these battles behind the scenes that are going on right now. What's up, Brooklyn? Brooklyn in the house. Another Texas. Awesome. Julianne, Alberta. Thank you. Thank you, Alberta, for your prayers in New York. I'm getting another phone call there. Uh, Telegram. I think Telegram is helpful, Julie, because uh, the thing about Telegram is is that at least we can speak freely and there's no one saying, fact check, fact check. You know how obnoxious it is for the fact check? And I've talked to a lot of people that do, you know, podcasts, broadcast, radio shows, have a page like this. Here's the problem with Facebook, and it's so frustrating. You know, when I used to have my page, and I had less followers and less likes back then on this page, but you would look into analytics, and over a million people would see our posts every month. It was crazy, sometimes more. I think there was one month there was like 4 million people because a lot of people shared. Now I go on there, and it's like 200,000 or 300,000 or... They push us down, way, way down. And it's not because we lost followers and it's not because we lost people. It's because they suppress the page. They suppress the live streams. So that's what's so upsetting about Facebook is they suppress you and they censor you. They don't let you get the real organic reach that you normally would. So that's so upsetting because, you know, we would have a lot more people that we would be able to talk to and communicate with if they didn't suppress us. And why do they have... What am I saying? That's so dangerous. That's so, I mean, am I out here? I'm not. And the crazy thing is there's people like the Ayatollah Khomeini that has a Twitter. You know, there's people that that are out there that shouldn't, that are speaking real hate speech, but yet here's a pastor and I can't speak freely and I'm being suppressed. So that's why I I like the other sites. Um, Blessings from Florida. Yes. I agree with you, Michelle. Two to one of two strong platforms and Trump is coming with his own platform. Yes, he is. Uh, watching from Alaska. Awesome. Joyce uh, tried Gab and me. We don't like either. Yeah. A lot of people say that. I agree. Um, you know, I mean, they're, thank God they have a site. I, I give them credit for trying, but it hasn't caught the momentum we would have liked to see. Uh, thank you, Debbie in Kansas. Appreciate that. Uh, Stevie said, you notice how the media used the shooting in Colorado? Yes good subject that I want to talk about. So our Second Amendment, this is another thing we talked to Marshall Blackburn about. What I would like to see is, you know, kind of what they're doing in Florida. DeSantis is doing this, and I think Texas is kind of doing it a little bit too. But the states, you know, here's a way that we can win right now, even with the current situation. The states have way more authority than most people realize, and the states have their own constitution. Every state has their own constitution. And if the states push for states' rights and anything that's not constitutional with our national constitution or our state constitution, we don't need to obey that because we have laws and our our laws are based on the constitution. So when, you know, quote unquote, president Biden goes out there and does an executive order that's unconstitutional, it is thwarted. It should be at least from a legal standpoint by our real constitution, by the law of the land. And in the states, the governors have the right, and this is where we need to pressure them, the governors have the right to push back and, and to stand by the laws that are on the books in the state, from the Constitution and from the federal level, uh, from the Constitution. So I, I would say, look, you know what, if there's a tyrannical order that comes down from the federal government, from the Biden administration, and it's unconstitutional, we need to reject it. And the states have that right. And so that's what we need to do. And if more states do that, that'll be powerful. Now back to the Second Amendment. That brought me into the Second Amendment conversation. The Biden administration is talking about uh, what they call assault rifles, which are not really assault rifles. None of them are machine guns. Um, so the, you know, they're, first, they're misrepresenting. And second, they're trying to take away a Second Amendment right, which is part of the, the law of this land. So they should not be allowed to do that. Uh the people have not voted on this. This is something that they're trying to ramp through and they and you notice that during the Democrat what I call the cabals, you know, the cabal leadership, uh, because that's what they are. They're deep state cabal people like Obama and uh you know, the the people behind Biden. You notice how Trump said that in his interview, there's people behind him. So when they have a cabal leader in like a Biden, you notice there's more shootings isn't that just convenient and so people say "Well, do you believe that the shootings are not real no i'm not saying the shootings are not real i'm just saying it's a statistical fact that we can look at the data and the statistics and say yes there are historically more shooting events during a democrat administration and you know one of their key philosophies uh, if you look at the rules for radicals or cloward and pivot strategy which they follow very very closely in the democrat side and really it's not even the, it's not the old school liberals. This is, these are leftists. So there's a difference between liberals and leftists. So the, the, the Democrat party has been taken over by the far left and now they're, they're leftists. So their strategy, their theology, if you will, uh, is really the, the rules for radical strategy. And that is never let a good crisis go to waste. And so they use any type of media event, any type of shooting event, and they immediately have, you notice how they always have the bill Prepared. It's always prepared. Who prepares like a 700-page bill in one night? No, come on, that's not. It's already sitting there on the shelf, and they're just waiting to bring it out, and they and they bring it out right when they never let that good crisis go to waste. That's what they do, and uh, and we need to be aware of these things. Um, Janet, thank you for Habakkuk 5 Yes, a Red Sea moment. I agree. Thank you, Jesus. I'm seeing Christians stand up and becoming more vocal. Well, that's excellent news, Michelle, and I am too. And I think that's encouraging. God is a God of justice, Janet. You're right. God's in control. Yes. Uh, awesome. Can't wait. Thank you, Sally. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Heidi. Good afternoon, Chandra. Uh, Michelle, greater things are still to come. I 100% agree. Uh, Mike Lindell is A-OK. Yes, he is. He's over the target. Yes. We need a massive revival. We sure do, Debbie. Uh, They don't like him because he's a truth teller. That's right. Uh, Maybe it's time to pray and ask God what he wants us to do instead of telling him. Well, that's a good, uh, good idea. Regis, I agree with you. I mean, we can't tell God, uh, we got to ask him. You know, it's, it's, I say that, you know, people go to God with like a, it's almost like a Santa list, you know? It's like Santa, I want this for Christmas. I want that. If we inquire of the Lord, ask him each day what we can do to be most effective for the kingdom. Lord, what do you have for me today? What's the most effective thing that I can do uh, to serve you and the kingdom today, Lord God? Please set up divine appointments, divine uh, strategy for me today. And he'll do it. I mean, he'll, you know, you'll be at the gym and somebody will come up and talk to you about Jesus. I mean, I'm telling you, he'll set up divine appointments in the the supermarket, wherever you're at. It's amazing. So I agree with that. Uh, Just got on. What documentary? So, uh, Judy, I was talking about Mike Lindell. He did one documentary already called Absolute Proof. It's uh, over 100 million people have watched that. He's now coming out with a second one. It'll be released soon. And of course, we'll post it on rmntnews.com, rmntnews.com or Uh, I still believe God will intervene. Amen, Charmin. Uh, Chandra, you were just praying. Awesome. Uh, continue to expose. Amen, Heidi. Sorry if I'm not getting through these fast enough here. Uh, Michelle, that's right. Call Senator Manchin. Yes. Tell him that you support him against the filibuster. Stand against. Don't, don't. Don't get rid of the filibuster, in other words. We want to keep the filibuster. If they get rid of the filibuster, it's going to be, oh, man, it'll be horrible. It'll be a disaster. And we, we just got to pray. I mean, really, if that, that that's a, such a critical thing. If they get rid of that filibuster, guys, it's going to be a sad day for America because they're going to ram through a very far-left agenda, and that's very, very scary. Uh, only God can fix this. Amen, Janet. Yep, amen. Is there a Zoom call for Friday? There sure is. Uh, and thank you for asking that. We do have a a remnant leaders zoom call on Friday. Uh, I will, um, if you, if you can just go on to toddcoconato.com, my website, right when you go on there, there's a little thing they call it a floater. It pops up and it says, sign up to be a remnant warrior. If you sign that, that'll get you, uh, the access to the zoom call. I can't just put it on the website. Sometimes I'll do it last minute, but the reason why I don't put it on now is because there's people that are unfortunately, uh, there's people that are trolls, as you guys know, that come on here and infiltrators and they try to get on our Zoom call and get information, go on Right Wing Watch, all the horrible things that they do to me uh, and others like me. So uh, that's why we have to have some filtration system where we can at least look into who it is that's signing up, if that makes sense. So go to ToddCoconato.com, my, myname.com. Uh, let's see, Senator Hawley, yeah, he's a good guy, he truly is. Cleveland, Ohio in the house, Michelle, great state of Florida. Awesome. Love Florida. I'll be back down in Florida. I think I'm going to go to Rodney Howard Brown's church in a couple weeks. Um, that that's in Tampa area. So I'll let you guys know uh, when I'll be down there. Maybe we can meet if you're in that area. Um, let's see, where else will we be? I'm going to be at NRB this year in Texas. I'll probably be at the Southern Baptist convention in Nashville. Um, looking into a couple other things that we're going to be a part of pretty soon here. So I'll let you know. Uh, let's see. What else? I heard Trump create a new platform. He did. The fact checking is incredible. It sure is. It's crazy, Sally. It's ridiculous. Uh, yep. You're right, Michelle. You got to search for me on my page. People tell me that I don't show up. It's just wild. It's just wild. Thank you for your prayers, Sheila. That means the world. Thank you. Thank you. Let me see if I can see any more questions on here. Thank you for all the shout-outs, the prayers. Thank you for telling me where you guys are from. That's awesome. Really appreciate that. Uh, let's see here. So far, no one is upholding the Constitution, not the courts, not the military. Michelle, that is probably one of the most frustrating things, and I think so many people share in that sentiment. Uh, we don't understand why. Uh, people, uh, that that was something that Right Wing Watch wrote about me. They're like, Todd says that the, the systems have systematically failed. Well, they have. How have they not? I mean, why couldn't we just go to court and... Present all this evidence, um, so clearly there's there's a, there's a fear factor involved, and uh, you know there have been some cases that have been heard based on merit on a particular case. The the actual evidence of the of the entirety of the election integrity issues with the voting machines and the ballot dumps and the irregularities and all the different things that still has yet to be adjudicated in a proper court uh, setting. So we're still praying that that might happen. Uh, But but I agree with you. It's a systematic failure. And uh, I I just it can't, you know, unless there's something that we don't know about. That's what we're believing as remnant warriors. We're believing that God is moving on our behalf, that there's something going on that maybe we don't understand that eventually there's going to be a a massive expose uh, that 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 what's been done in darkness will be brought to light. That's what we're standing on um, that scripture and believing. I know many of you prayed it through and you're like, I'm still praying it through. And it's like, I'm still praying it through. Uh, because I have not been released. Look, I, I could easily focus on 2022. Uh, I was just with a, a pastor yesterday, a dear friend uh, here in Nashville. And uh, I'll tell you, you know, we, we talked about this. He says, You're out there fighting for you know, voter integrity, fighting for all these candidates. But, you know, you'd, all the work that you do, think about it. What does it mean if they don't have a machine that, that counts the votes and tabulates the votes correctly? And I said, I absolutely agree with you. And that's why we're not just moving forward uh, into 2022. I know a lot of people want to do that. I'm still looking back at what just happened in 2020 because we have to fix this. And that's why the world is watching. And, and if, if we just stop talking about it, these people are going to forget about it. We need to keep talking about it. And more people need to wake up and more people need to see what's going on so that it becomes such an issue in the poll of public opinion that, that, that we force it. And that's really the only strategy I can think of. We've seen this work before is when so many people – are outraged and they're constantly hitting up every elected official and it's just all people talk about what about the fraud what you know eventually they're gonna have to deal with it so we need to push that and in the meantime something else that maybe we don't know about with the military or something else hopefully that will happen but we just don't know and you know i can't say that's gonna happen because i don't have any eyes on that you know if that makes sense um Let's see, Michelle, you said they don't mention the shooter is anti-Trump and anti-Biden. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, there is a jihadist. I mean, you know, isn't it amazing? President Trump was able to, you know, basically, uh, for lack of a better word, get rid of Al-Qaeda, get rid of ISIS. I mean, what did you hear during the Trump administration about ISIS? He decimated them. Uh, you know, you didn't hear much about it. And all of a sudden, uh, a Democrat cabal person is in, military-industrial complex person that wants more foreign wars and wants never-ending foreign wars. All of a sudden, you got more shootings and you got ISIS re-emerging. How has that happened? People should be asking these types of questions, right? Absolutely, 100%. Um, God is still in control, amen. Uh, yep, they're against the truth. Yeah, they sure are against the truth. Illegals are coming, yep. another Another topic, I mean... The border situation is just a horrible, horrible, humanitarian nightmare. Um, people coming over with COVID, you know, they talk about a dark winter, you know, dark winter, dark winter. And, you know, we're having a social distance and wear all these masks and all this stuff, right? And all these different places, American citizens. But yet at the border, it seems like those rules are out the window, different set of rules. Uh, the, the the border facilities are over capacity. They're not reporting on the kids in cages. Just like, remember all that narrative under the Trump administration, kids in cages, kids in cages. You're not hearing that reporting. Some, you know, in, in, a, in a microscopic way, you're hearing it, but you're not hearing in the way that it was you know, reported during the Trump administration, he never even built the cages. They were built during the Obama era. It was such nonsense. And this is what I'm hoping more people will wake up to see, these very things and say, wait a minute here, right? So good, good arguments. You guys are on it. You guys are on it. Stand strong, thank you. We are, we're not gonna let up. And I'll share a little bit about that in a minute. Um, just wanna make sure I don't miss any of you guys' questions. There's a lot of them on here thank you guys thank you remnant warriors thank you gideon's 300. 2022 is too late i agree i heard the med beds were being were made by military and aliens i'm not sure what that means pam maybe you can elaborate a little bit um is nisera and Gisera coming in june you know that is the million dollar question i know a lot of people are talking about the nisera Gisera. What I would say is this, I'm not gonna say anything about that because I really don't have any information about that in particular, but I will say there's definitely in the works uh, what they're calling the Great Reset. It would be a shift, a major shift in the, in the economy of the world. Uh, what I think eventually, and maybe sooner than later, is, is to get off the dollar denomination, in other words, uh, the US dollar being the global reserve currency, and, uh, and some new form of global reserve currency which is probably already in the works, and that would be a major, major impact for us as American citizens, for, for those that are on fixed income. Uh, I don't wanna scare you or make you nervous, but I did talk to policy people about this, and they say this is probably the number one threat to Americans. It's not really China, even though China is the number one uh, you know, strategic threat as far as a, a nation. But from, from a, uh, an economic standpoint, it's a massive threat if the dollar were to be dethroned as the global reserve currency. Most people don't even know that the dollar is the global reserve currency, or if they know that, they don't understand the ramifications of that. So, uh, you know, there ha- there, it, it, it appears uh, when you watch Cat- Catherine, uh, what's her name, uh, Catherine Fitz, I think, uh, she, did a, she did a documentary on this, but it, it appears that we're in a transitional period when it comes to uh, the way that the economic policy will be crafted. And, and I think right now we're at a holding pattern because they're not ready to release the new economic uh, system. But what is this system gonna look like? We've read on the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab, they're talking about uh, the, the Great Reset. So uh, that's, that's very significant if they, if they actually go through with this, maybe this year, maybe next year, And, uh, that's going to have a lot of different implications for Americans. So, uh, we don't fully know exactly how much, but I know that the dollar could lose 30% of its value, uh, making it much harder to shop and, and buy, you know, groceries and all everything. I mean, imagine everything all of a sudden goes up 30%. That's huge. And that, that's at the very minimum. We can see hyperinflation, all different types of things. Now, President Trump was trying to work around that and, 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 and have us have a soft landing. Uh, with the Biden administration, if they stay in power, and if this if, if this continues, now we're believing that there's going to be a, a change at some point uh, due to a, a massive expose. You say, Todd, you really believe that? I have to believe in faith, right? Because I mean, why not? I have to. I'm. Gonna, that's what we're praying, and the church has authority in prayer. So I'm praying that way. I'm praying that there's a massive expose and that. What's been done in darkness is brought to light. That's what we're praying. I have to believe it in faith, but let's just say hypothetically that doesn't happen and the Biden administration is in control of our nation and there has to be this great reset. I mean, we're in uncharted territory. And, and so that's why I say, you know, I'm not a financial planner, or not a financial advisor, uh, but many financial advisors are not gonna talk about this because they're not factoring it in. But uh, I would say that, uh, you know, it's always wise to have real physical gold and silver. And that's why it's so hard to get right now because there's a lot of preppers and people that are looking at this and saying, hey, this could be a very real possibility. And so, um, you know, these are things that no one talks about. And people say, thank you for talking about them, Todd. You know, I mean, we got to. I mean, this is, this is just common sense. If you study and you see what's going on, it's just common sense. I mean, real policy people are talking about this behind the scenes, but they're not talking about it on the mainstream corporate media. Um, concerned about good governments don't have a chance to be voted back in. Yes, I know. Uh, I, I, share that concern, Julie, I truly do. And that's why we're fighting every day uh, for election integrity, for changes in the system, for the voting machines. That's why we're going to continue to press ahead. Uh, God is bringing to light what's been hidden. Amen. Sheila, Peggy, you say Biden clown is sending illegals to military bases. It, it, it it's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Um, please keep us posted on your schedule. would like to come hear you speak. Thank you, Shannon. Appreciate that. Uh, thank you. Um, there was a prophecy by Kim Clement that was spoken that doesn't mean 2021. Yep, I, I recall that. And um, one of my friends was good friends with Kim Clement. And he says that he prophesied in his life and what Kim said came to pass. He, he believes firmly that uh, Kim was a legitimate prophet. So, uh, you know, a lot of things that he said have happened and we'll have to, to see how uh, this all develops, you know. Uh, this regime hates God. That's very true, Parks. It, it truly does. It's, it's a battle between light versus darkness. It really is. Um, I agree with you 100%. Uh, hey, Terry, people are coming over. It's going to flood our system. Yep, that's the strategy. It's a cloud and pivot strategy, which is to overwhelm the system. They want to overwhelm the system. Uh, because what they feel like is, is that if they overwhelm the system, then the government will be the solution, more government, more government solution. And they'll be able to, it's a horrible thing. That's what they've done in other communist countries. It's a way that they roll out more government control and take away your rights is that they overwhelm the system. And then the people cry out to the government, help us, help us. And then they come out with a horrible, horrible policies, horrible, um, uh, gag on our border news. Yep. Yep. They don't want to let the media down there. Uh, only on Newsmax, maybe Fox. Yep, some Fox shows, you're right. Some OAN, a couple other outlets, Epoch Times, Remnant News. Um, they should uh, implement Thumbprint. Yeah, I mean, you know, the whole thing about voter ID, it's just so simple. I mean, the bottom line is, is that why not have, you know, one of the, our greatest rights, our most cherished rights as Americans that many people fought for, you know, wars. Uh, think about the civil rights movement, and the right to vote. Why? How do they say it disenfranchises African Americans if you don't if you have a voter ID? First of all, African Americans are smart people, and they all have driver's licenses. I mean, you know, or, or you know, so why does why does the left? It's almost insulting to to African American people. It's insulting to say that it disenfranchises them to have a voter ID. What? Come on, what? They don't drive. Of course they drive. You know, I, I, my my black friends tell me that that's insulting to them, and I agree. I mean, it's insulting. Why? why how would that disenfranchise uh, black people? It doesn't. What it does disenfranchise is, is cheating. And, and, and that's why the Democrats want it is they, they don't want voter ID because then it could be matched to a person, a real person, not a dead person. How crazy is that, right? Uh, let's see, what else? Cryptocurrency, yep, yep. That's another another alternative system is the cryptos. You can uh, definitely hold some crypto. I don't, I don't, you know, it's very volatile. So be careful. Don't put your life savings in there or anything like that. Uh goes up and down, but, but it, it, you know, has been trending up and that's probably because the dollar has been trending down. Um, so that, you know, makes sense. Uh, look at gas. That's right. Parks, you say we will have an expose. Amen. Parks, I appreciate your faith. I truly do. Thank you for standing. Thank you. Uh, trying to get through these uh, questions here to see if there's any more. Uh, somebody said, I don't think Biden is in control. I believe Trump and the military. Well, that is a huge theory out there, uh, Heidi, and let's address it. Um, so you know, when I was down at CPAC, I talked to some former Trump administration officials. These were people that held a high level position within the Trump administration. Uh, since then, I've spoke to several others. I will tell you that they told me that's not true. Uh, when it comes to the military, I know guys like Simon Parks and Charlie Ward and uh, what's the other guy? Scott McKay. A couple guys are out there saying that. I don't have evidence. In fact, uh, you know, even Ger- General Flynn seems to not believe that. So. Here's the thing. It could be above, you know, our, uh, intelligent level as far as like, a, uh, you know, only certain people know that maybe, and maybe it is true. Um, you know, I, 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 am praying that the military, uh, you know, I, it, I find it hard to believe that the military didn't see the packets as general McMurray have talked about going back and forth. Uh, you know, uh, civilian contractors have you know forensically been able to identify this, so it, it, it's hard for me to believe that, that the NSA, that the uh, Space Force, that other government, uh, you know, military didn't see it, but but that these private people did. Uh, so then the question is: Well, is is there a cover up in the military, um, or or are they simply waiting and and, and continuing to let uh, the enemy dig their hole deeper? It's a, a big theory. Um, I don't, you know, as a pastor, as a Christian. I can't tell you maybe what some of these other guys are saying by um, you know affirming the fact that the military is in control. I don't have evidence right now to say that's the case. In fact, from what I'm seeing, it's the opposite is that they're purging the military and they're going after Christians, they're going after conservatives. So that's what I'm hearing. Now, it doesn't mean that it's not true. It could be true. Uh, and maybe it's just at a high level of clearance and I know nothing about it. And maybe none of these other people that I've talked to know anything about it. I do believe Trump is a 40 chess player. I, I find it hard to believe that he was outmaneuvered. Uh, but at the same time, we're, we're just looking, at, as we look in the natural, and I'm saying I don't have any evidence and I have to be um, integrous in my reporting to you. And so I'm telling you what I see because I want a long-term relationship and not a short-term relationship where I just give you clickbait or information that'll make everybody super happy, but I have no real uh, basis. So that being said, from a faith standpoint, The church has authority in prayer and we are praying and we're believing in faith that what has been done in darkness will be brought to light. Now I sound like a broken record, but the fact is is that the church has authority. I always told every people, even in COVID the church has authority. COVID is an assignment of hell. It's an assignment of the enemy in our nation, in our world. It's meant to silence, you know, to tell the saints they can't gather. Uh, It's meant to put fear in people's hearts. It's meant to push an agenda. So, The more we pray and cancel that assignment in the name of Jesus and by the power and authority of the Holy Spirit, the church has authority. We have authority to lay hands on the sick and watch them be healed. You know, in faith, right? We have to believe these things. Otherwise, what good is it? Why do I even do what I do? Because the the thing is, is that there's no reason for me to even do what I do if I don't believe it. I believe it wholeheartedly. I believe it 110%. I believe that God is a healer. He's still in the miracle business. So that being said, in applying that faith factor, then I do think that what has been done in darkness will be brought to light. And I do think that the military could do something. If if, you know, if, if we pray, if we believe, something I believe is going to happen. But God is really requiring the saints to have a, an extra level of faith. And that's why we call it the Gideon 300. Those that are still standing, those that are still willing to pray and intercede. And, and those of us that are, we're getting warfare. We're getting attacked supernat- you know, spiritually. We're in a spiritual war, but that says that we're over the target because you get the most flack when you're over the target. So if you're experiencing resistance, if you're experiencing spiritual warfare, saint of God, know that you are blessed and highly favored. Know that you are over the target and that the God of heaven and earth is with you and his anointing is with you. And, and I believe that the enemy knows that there's about to be a powerful move of God in America where I will continue to declare and decree, there will be dancing in the streets and the people will say, only God could have done this. We don't know how it's gonna happen. We don't know when it's gonna happen, but we're believing in faith that God is using this situation that was meant for evil to turn it around for good in the name of Jesus. And we're gonna stand on that promise, amen? All right, I'm gonna go down here to the bottom. Somebody said, I'm praying without ceasing." Thank you, Parks. Uh, I've seen people healed, amen. So have I, many, many times in the ministry. Uh, And that's what the remnant warriors are. That's, you know, let me just close by saying this. The remnant warriors are meant to stand. The remnant warriors are meant to believe and stand on the promise of God, the full word of God in faith. Because the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. We're willing to stand in faith and agree. And here's the thing. We're never going to get discouraged no matter what happens. You know, no matter what happens, we believe ultimately that our eternity is with Jesus. We're going to be spending Time ruling and reigning forever with Jesus. So, whatever happens on earth, our faith will not be moved, our faith will not be shaken. But we believe there is authority in prayer, that Satan knows that there's authority in the name of Jesus, that demons tremble in the name of Jesus. So, therefore, the remnant warriors are those who are willing to stand, those that are willing to believe and trust in faith, praise the Lord in the middle of the storm, give God the glory for what He's done, thank Him each day, and be about His business. And that's what we're going to do. We're never going to get discouraged, no matter what happens, because the enemy will always use that. Well, if you say this and it doesn't happen, or if you say that, and then people walk away from their faith, listen, our promise is in eternity. Our promise is that God is with us. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He is with us even until the end of the age. His promise is yes and amen. His promise is hope and a future. I can get into all the weeds about all these things.